Okay, another week of football, uh, time to discuss. And who got fired? So, games went on. Uh, Thursday night was uh, Jets, uh, Broncos, and oh boy. I don't think the Jets have an offensive problem so much as a defensive problem. And, like, Adam Gase is gone at the end of the year uh, unless he manages to pull out, like, a seven-win win streak, which I don't see happening. Like, he could get to six wins because uh, the Jets, they usually have, like, a buzzsaw of a season because uh, they play the guys that make the playoffs on a year-in and year-out basis. And Sam Darnold, uh, I can't say for sure he's improving. I would need to listen to, um, there are certain guys that study film, like Jaws, who used to be at ESPN. I have no idea where he's at now. Probably Fox. Um, uh, like, uh, Greg uh, Cosell, I think his name is. Or Hank Cosell. Well, anyway, uh, there's this one dude that Colin Cowherd usually has on that studies NFL film. And I like I don't want the conjecture guys. I don't want the uh, former players. I want the dudes that are film experts that can say, all right, looking at the All-22, he threw to this guy. It was a bad throw because there was these guys on uh, that guy. And... Uh, so, there's that, uh, because it feels like when they score, they get outscored, and when the uh, Jets played, um, I forget who it was, but they put points up, but then they get into the red zone, and uh, Sam Darnold will throw like, an, uh, like a pick six or an interception, and that's what kills them. So, there's games like that, but they have to they have to find a way to work on... Because uh, on, one guy was saying, like, uh, the offensive and defensive coordinators are the, are the personalities that imprint on the players. Well, I don't care who the Jets hire next, they have to hire someone, like, that is going to be all... Uh, penalties are the devil. Like, hell. Uh, like, I don't think Tom Coughlin would come back as a uh, uh, defensive coordinator, but why not? Like, uh, like sh- show up five minutes earlier or you're uh, uh, five minutes late. Uh, uh, oh, you uh, uh, turned the ball over? 50 push-ups now. Like, like just like have an easygoing guy, but just... Like, if you're going to have another player's coach, uh, at the very least, have two guys under you or multiple guys under you that are all disciplined. Like, the like the strength and conditioning coach is a disciplined guy. Uh, like, head coach is fun and, like, gets to know everybody, but everybody under him is uh, great and uh, disciplined because the Jets, they need, uh, like... I've watched it under Rex. I watched it under Todd Bowles. I watched it under uh, Adam Gase. They they have they don't lead the league, but 
they have enough penalties on a day-in and day-out basis every game that cost them a win. That's always been the case. Like, maybe it's ownership? I don't know, but... uh, Like, they're asked... Like, I don't know how people are staying accountable. Like, uh, I have no idea how that goes. So, Giants played, and... Same deal as the Jets. When they look good, like, they find a way to... uh, They look good against the Rams. I don't know if the Rams were... Like, I don't know who the Rams are playing uh, this week coming up. Like, maybe the Rams weren't showing their uh, best stuff. Or maybe, like, the Giants defense and the Jets offense. But it was a winnable game. Uh, Hell, if Sam... uh, Not Sam. If... Uh, Daniel Jones didn't get the interception. By the way, not all interceptions are created equal. There's somewhere, like I I said, I would need to listen to someone who studies the film to tell me whether or not uh, who the interception was on. But uh, I guess someone batted the ball out of the air and someone else caught it that was on the other team and it was on a game winning or not possible game winning drive so the uh, the thing that I would say out loud is Dave Gettleman historically uh has not done the best job. And everyone's talking about him being on the hot seat, but the Giants don't fire their general manager easily. Uh, they had the one dude for ten or ten, eight or ten years uh, because uh, he won the Super Bowl with the, other, the guys before him's players. And then, uh, like, uh, Jerry Reese. That was the guy's name. Jerry Reese... Uh, drafted poorly. Uh, there is a bunch of like uh, third or fifth round picks that stuck around, but if you uh, are a general manager and you can't draft or in the first round, then you're screwed. Like he, uh, like Jerry Reese hit on uh, Odell Beckham Jr., but even, listen, uh, There's two sides of the equation here. Uh, The media would have you believe that Odell Beckham Jr. was uh, a bad influence. That he was a me guy. That he was... And... He was very... Everyone who you talked to said he was very focused and very dedicated to winning the games. And he was always about winning. However, there was something about... uh, I'm not saying personality because, like... That boisterous, like, I, like I'm going to uh, bleach my hair. I'm going to make these catches. Like, uh, I'm going to be me. Like, there was that. But, like, he still was focused on the game. Like, he still, like, Eli vouched for him. Uh, Saquon Barkley vouched for him. But, and the media was like, oh, no, you can't let Odell, like, influence Saquon Barkley because Saquon Barkley is going to be uh, the face of your franchise for the next few years. Uh like, I never heard that Odell Beckham Jr., like, 
I don't, I don't know, how, like, I don't know where I stand on Odell, because, uh, I can, I can point to one time that, uh, uh, Odell cost somebody the game, and that was the, uh, uh, the Washington game, and that's when Tom Coughlin said, I, like, as a disciplinarian, I can't discipline this guy, because it might cost me my job, because he's the, our best player, and that's, I think that's why the media might uh, not like Odell Beckham Jr. Because in theory, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. might have cost Tom Coughlin his job. And, like, that's, like, I blame the Giants' ownership for uh, all of this. Uh, As sad as it is, uh, they failed Eli Manning. They failed Eli Manning because... uh, Jerry Reese couldn't get the offensive line uh, fixed, so Eli, uh, who's, by the way, a statue of a player, literally, uh, he'll either fall over or throw the ball. Like, he won't take the hits. Like, that's how he managed to stay, uh, like, consistently playing in games. And then when Ben McAdoo comes along and he's like, well, I got a better quarterback on my staff, so I'm going to put Geno Smith in, and... Like, Geno Smith wasn't the one that he should have put in. Uh, but, like I said, ownership. Uh, general manager. They fucked it up. Like, they they tried to give Eli a, the best chance, and they tried to win with Eli, because Eli could win you a playoff game. He could win. He has the mentality that, uh, that was built for playoffs. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be calm. I'm going to be collected. I'm going to make the throws. Unfortunately, uh they couldn't make it, so they bring in uh, Gettleman, who brings in, I forget his name, he he was the uh, uh, Vikings offensive coordinator uh, for for a while, and bring him in, uh, go with Eli, doesn't work, Uh, like, like Eli's streak is already broken, so Ben McAdoo, uh, like, did ownership a favor. It's like, well, we don't want to break the streak for Eli. Uh, meanwhile, it was just... The, the Giants are digging themselves out of a hole right now, and they, they're looking better every year uh, with uh, Daniel Jones. However, it would be nice for them to actually win a game. Like, same as the Jets. Offensive line and weapons. Uh have a defense so that you don't have to like football is a very complimentary sport in that if you have a good defense your offense doesn't have to be out of this world but it certainly helps and if you want to win the Super Bowl like you have to go through the Chiefs or you have to go through uh, uh, Baltimore or you have to go through Seattle and those are high scoring offenses like the Saints are high scoring offenses so there's that uh Unfortunately, I did not catch a lot of football games this weekend because I went apple picking. I was that guy. I got uh, uh, obligated to go to a family function. And besides, I already saw the Jets play. Uh, like, uh, like uh, ate a little bit of crow on that one. Uh, got back in time to see the Giants play. Uh, wasn't as great. Um, Cam Newton. Uh, didn't play last night in Monday Night Football, and uh, Bill Belichick can't wait for uh, 
uh, Cam to come back because uh, Brian Hoyer is not Cam Newton. It's as simple as that. Uh, I watched uh, Green Bay play the Cardinals last night, and I feel sorry for Dan Quinn. Um, his system uh, works in flashes because uh, he likes speedy defenses. He likes speed. And unfortunately, with speedy defenses, um, they get hurt, they get uh, slower, they get um, they don't they don't play as well year to year. Like in because uh, he was the uh, Seahawks uh, defensive coordinator, and I've never heard Mina Kimes discuss Dan Quinn much. I would be interested to see uh, what her perspective would be, but. <coughs> The fact of the matter is, he had Kyle Shanahan as an offensive coordinator, and Kyle Shanahan is one of the best coaches in the NFL. He's, just, he's one of those legacy guys that like really knows his stuff and has really grown up on this stuff and brings something to the table. Uh, but Kyle Shanahan cost them the Super Bowl because if they had just run the ball and ate up time so that like make, score a field goal. If you're up 28 to three and, uh, at the end of the halftime or whatever, uh, every drive ends in a field goal. You run the ball, <coughs> you win. Like just because you're you don't give the Patriots enough time to score, uh, like three touchdowns to four touchdowns to catch up to you. Oh, all right. And I, I, I haven't checked the San Francisco score, but you know how I know uh, Kyle Shanahan's a good coach? He's had a mash unit for the first three weeks of the year because everyone keeps getting injured. Uh, and he beat the Jets and the Giants. So he beat the bad teams with his, thir- uh, with his backups. So that's how I know he's a good coach. Now... I'm going to say something out loud. It's been four weeks. This is a, this is the time I'd said out loud a while ago that uh, without preseason, without uh, training camp, that this would, when teams will let you know, hey, uh, we, we got our guys, like, we know what we're doing. But some of those teams have really been banged up because... Uh, like, like, guys aren't, um, I'm not saying guys aren't showing up in shape, but I don't know, I, I don't know because with all the injuries we've had, and I don't know how it compares to years past, but it feels like every game I watch, someone is uh, getting carted off the field or walking off the field with a hamstring injury or uh, an ACL that... Either something blew after years of playing, or they didn't show up 100% ready, and that 100% ready uh, uh, cost them because when they actually had to perform, they weren't prepared, physically prepared. So, like, I know football players want to, like, practice less and play less in preseason, but... uh, like, there needs to be a way to, for people to get, like, tune-up games in or, like, or at least get people, like, if you're a veteran, you're excused, but 
uh, like there has to be a way. I don't know what it is, but uh, the strength and conditioning stuff going on is crazy. And I'm curious when the hell they're going to play Tennessee and Pittsburgh because uh, if you guys didn't hear, Tennessee Titans had a corona outbreak in their facilities. As many as 16 players last time I heard tested positive or had symptoms. So coaches and players were not allowed in the facilities and they were supposed to play the Steelers, but didn't happen. So I'm guessing if one person tests positive, uh, like it's like game on, they're not playing. If 16 people test positive, the game is canceled. So that's what I'm guessing is going to be the, uh, uh, I'm, I knew it was going to happen. I, I wasn't surprised that it was Tennessee. I was surprised that it was Cam Newton because I figured Bill Belichick had everybody on, like, on lock and key, like, uh, home quarantine. But the... And everyone's, like, I'm starting to see fans. I saw fans in, um, where was it? I think it was the Buccaneers. Buccaneers had fans in the stadium, but I don't know if that was um, uh, friends and family. Because if it's friends and family, that's one thing. That's uh, like everyone's vetted. Like they're hopefully like quarantining, coming to the game. But I have no idea. I have literally no idea how anything because the numbers are starting to pick up. Uh, everyone's talking about wave two, which. I don't know how the like the numbers correspond to what's going on, but I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you how anything's going right now. All I know is I'm looking forward to another week of football coming up because they haven't canceled the season yet. And is that that like that is on the table. Like that is always a in case of emergency break glass option. Cancel the season. Cancel everything. So All right, people, until next time, peace.